I mean, yes, Puffy has that bad boy catalog. He has the Biggie card. He has the Locks card. He has the Total card. And not to mention his remixes. What if he brings out Mariah for Fantasy Remix? Not to mention his own classics. Like, No Way Out is a classic. Uh, the Saga Continues is a classic. Press Play is an underrated album. But Jermaine Dupree got hits too. Life of 1472 is a classic. Instructions is a classic. Not to mention, he got Jagged Edge. He got the Brat Tat Tat Tat. Pregnant as fuck. You got a shit. Escape. He had a nice roster too. He got Bow Wow Wow, Yippee Yo, Yippee Yay. Where my dogs at bark with me now. I mean, shit, that's gonna be a hell of a versus right there. Not to mention, Jermaine got Mariah Carey too. So this might, I don't know who winning that. I, I'm pretty sure that it's not gonna be 20 songs. There's no way in hell out of their whole catalog that they can pick just 20. I should make a list on what songs Jermaine Dupree and Puffy should pick for their verses, their 20 best contributions to the game. That sounds like a good show idea. Oh yeah, man. Rap album sequel show coming soon. Yeah, we got the unlimited content, motherfuckers. It's on, like popcorn. And now we got the all-rookie teams dropped yesterday. And I have a bone to pick with the NBA committee about my Pistons, man. Y'all did my boy Jaden Ivy wrong. Y'all deserve... I, yes, I hope they die. And I hope they burn in hell. Now, the all-rookie first team by the NBA is Paolo Banchero, Walker Kessler, Jalen Williams, Keegan Murray, and Benedict Matherin. Um, Paolo, Walker, Keegan, Benedict, I agree with. But Jalen Williams should have been on the second team. No disrespect. The all-NBA second team, you got Jalen Duran, Tari Eason. I'm surprised they picked Tari Eason. I'm surprised he made it over Jabari Smith. That's a very interesting choice. So you got Jalen Duran, the all-NBA second team, Jalen Duran, Tari Eason, Jaden Ivey, Jabari Smith, and Jeremy Sohan. Ha, <laughs> I feel stupid. They did pick Jabari Smith. Yeah. But I don't like how they did Jalen Duran and Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey should have been on the first team. Now, Duran, I completely understand. But y'all hold my boy Jaden Ivey. But, man, that's crazy. The rookies, man. Congratulations to all the rookies that made the all-rookie first and second team. I'm waiting for all the other stuff to come out and whatnot. But we gonna get right to this hoe. I'm trying to see if I did if I didn't have um any more stray news. But we're gonna get to game four. 
All the game fours, baby. Let's get it. Sunday. We got the Philadelphia 76ers defeating the Boston Celtics at home. 116 to 115. This was a close game. And I don't know, man. You know, Joe Mazzulla's making rookie head coach mistakes. It's just like that last... You know, it was just like with the Lakers and Warriors last night. It was kind of like the same mistakes. Like the Sixers knew the ball was going to go to Jason Tatum. And Jalen Brown just wasn't a thought on the last three possessions to go to. Mm, no, Joe Mazzulli, you tripping. But P.J. Tucker got in Joel Embiid's grill and gave him that talk he gave him the work this showtime show these niggas who the fuck you is saint pj hit it with the show these, show these motherfuckers who the fuck you is saint <laughs> and mb and harden did they damn thug thizzle but let's look at the stats jalen brown 23 points Jason Tatum, though, 24 points, 18 rebounds, and 6 assists. Marcus Smart, 21 points and 7 assists. Marcus Smart in this series is a fucking bucket, y'all. I got down on Marcus Smart offensively. Called him mediocre. <clears throat> but that nigga got a little bit of game. He got some game, man. He's not ass like I thought he was. Offensively. But yeah, man. That was a wild game and a wild ending. I kind of expected the Sixers to win this game. Oh yeah, I forgot Malcolm Brogdon, 19 points, 8 rebounds. James Harden, he has been found. He wants was lost and now he's found 42 points 8 rebounds 9 assists he almost fucked around and got a triple double yeah because he's been on the milk carton since game 1 I mean if we could get 30 we ain't even asking Harden to get 30 matter of fact 25 and 11 is good enough but 42 8 and 9 and 4 steals is incredible now, that's the James Harden I like seeing. Joel Embiid, he got his usual 34, 13, 34 points, 13 rebounds of shit, four assists. Tyrese Maxey had 14 points, but Philly didn't get much contribution. It was just like the Phoenix Suns. <coughs> Excuse me. But, yes. The Sixers tied the series. Now, I don't know, man. From the looks of how competitive this series is, it's looking like this might go seven and go past my Boston and six prediction. But we shall see. Oh, man. Oh, shit now. The Phoenix Suns, the Phoenix Suns defeated the Denver Nuggets 124 to 129. And we had a little confrontation that we 
uh, mentioned earlier in the show between the Suns owner and Nikola Jokic. Now, from what I seen, because I watched that whole game, so I know. The ball goes out of bounds into the crowd. I guess Jokic is trying to, like, catch himself, you know, to keep from falling into the crowd or whatever. You know, the Suns owner has the ball in his hand. Jokic trying to get the ball back from dog. Dude holding on to the ball. Jokic is like, give me this shit. He snatched the shit, elbow the motherfucking owner, and that nigga do a flop of the century. This nigga been watching basketball, B. But despite that hiccup, of course, Jokic did not get suspended. He got fined. But I bet you if that was Joel Embiid, he would have got suspended one game. Yeah, I said it. I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all. That shit funny. But anyway, though, despite that, Nikola Jokic, 53 points, y'all, in one of the best performances of the playoffs. This might have been the best performance of the playoffs. I'm not going to hold you up. This nigga deep. This nigga, Nikola Jokic, looking like White Duncan out there. This nigga... Yeah, that motherfucking footwork is top notch. Like, it's a joy to watch this man offensively get into his moves and shit. You know what I'm saying? This nigga be twist-a-rooing and shit. And after that fucking incident with the owner, Jokic got mad. I think I just got mad. Like, 53 points and 11 assists. My goodness. And he was busting threes. Like, this nigga had a couple three-pointers. That was just crazy. Jamal Murray came through with 28 points and seven assists. I mean, they got okay contribution. Caldwell Pope, 10 points. Porter Jr., 11 points. Gordon, 11 points. Michael Porter Jr. was awful. Like, he missed every open shot. Like, what happened to Virgil? What happened to this dude? Ever since he got paid, this nigga just disappears in a lot of them playoff games. That should be really working my nerves. You too young for that. You're too talented for that. You're too great for that. God damn it. All right, Phoenix performances. You got Kevin Durant, 36, 11, and 6. Oh, my goodness. Now, that's the Kevin Durant I want to see. From now on, that's how you Kevin Durant. I love it. It's about fucking time. I've been waiting on this, uh, the Golden State Kevin Durant to show up at some point during these playoffs. Because he damn sure didn't show up last year. 36-11-6 is incredible. DeAndre Ayton, the sorriest sack of shit in the NBA. Eight, well, next to Ben Simmons. I'm sorry. I think he's better than Ben Simmons. My fault, Aiden. You know, I want to disrespect you, but I don't want to spit in your face. Eight points, my nigga. Man, Kevin Durant and D-Book need your help, man. Need some goddamn help around here. D-Book, though, 36.6 rebounds, 12 assists. My goodness, my, my boy. Landry Shamit was the story here, as I like to say every show. 19 points. 
I think he had that 19 points in that fourth quarter, I think, right? This nigga was 5 of 8 from 3, 6 of 9 from the field. He was incredible. And I like that Monty Williams went to the bench and got TJ Warren, Terrence Ross. Torrey Craig only played 7 seconds. He must have got hurt or something. No Biombo. What the fuck's going on with Biombo? Why ain't Monty playing Biombo? See, this is why I ranked him number nine instead of the motherfucking top five and shit. But all in all, Phoenix did what they were supposed to do, which was protect home court. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Yesterday's games ain't today's games. (laughs) The Miami Heat and the New York Knicks, this went from, you know, game two, I did not like this series. Game three, after that fight between Cody Zeller and all those guys, after that, that's when I started liking this series. I'm like, this is an old school classic basketball series right here. This is really like Nixon Heat. This is the Nixon Heat battle that I remember growing up. You know what I mean? It was ghetto. It was violent. Low scoring. I am so... This series has made me respect this generation a little tiny onion bit more. I've been talking shit all year about niggas scoring 50 during the regular season and all that. This season, you know, this playoffs has bought back playoff intensity. It bought back rivalry. It bought back a little bit of hate. You know, but th- this this the only series that's done that though. The Miami Heat complete the home court as the Miami Heat defeated the New York Knicks 109 to 101 in a slugfest. This was back and forth, back, back, forth and forth. Let's look at the Knicks side of things, man. I mean, hey, man, Miami Heat did what they were supposed to do, which was protect home court. New York Knicks did not protect home court. So they had to deal with the consequences of losing home court. I mean, I knew the Knicks was going to go out. Like, Miami's going to close them out in New York. I have a feeling. But Jalen Brunson, despite scoring 32 points and having 11 assists, very unfortunate. RJ Barrett, he had a good game. He had a good game, man, and it's just sad, bro. Julius Randle. Matter of fact, Julius Randle had a bounce back game. He shot 8 of 13. RJ Barrett shot 9 of 16. Jalen Brunson shot 10 of 21. These dudes was playing pretty good, but the fourth quarter, you know, they it was a lot of horrible shooting going on. In the third quarter, like both teams was like off in the third quarter. And and so was the early part of the fourth. 
But moving on to Miami, the story here was Bam Adebayo. See, that's what I'm talking about. I got to give a, a major salute to Bam. I told you that Bam would have to be that dude alongside Jimmy. He would have to be a solid number two if Miami was going to go anywhere. And Bam had 23 points and 13 rebounds. Didn't do shit defensively, but offensively, that nigga was getting, catching lobs. He was scoring. He was a little bit more confident than I have seen him. Jimmy Iveen Butler. This nigga had 27.6 rebounds and 10 assists. Even with the double teams, they still couldn't stop Jimmy Butler. Max Strews, another big story. Strews was balling. This nigga shot six of 13 from the field, four three-pointers. Kyle Lowry had 15 points off the bench. Caleb Martin was hitting some big shots too. He had 10 points. All in all, I hate to break it to the New York Knicks, but you're gonna have to close your bodegas and you're gonna need Motaw from above the rim to pull out the gun after the Knicks go home after the next game. You're going home at the garden. I, I told you, I gave, I was very generous by giving the Knicks two games in this series. I knew the Miami Heat were gonna go to the back to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. This is light work for Miami, and they're doing this without Tyler Hero. Can you imagine if Tyler Hero played in this series? It would have been, they would have got swept <laughs> if Tyler Hero played. Moving on to last night's game. All right. The Los Angeles Lakers have finally earned their first win in this series. It took them a while. They had the help of Adam Silver. I told you Adam Silver was going to get the Lakers two of these games. But the Los Angeles Lakers have earned themselves their own game, finally. As they defeated the Golden State Warriors 104 to 101, as the Los Angeles Lakers handled, handled their business and protected their home court. Golden State, now you know you done fucked up, right? You know you done fucked up. Despite Stephen Curry had 31 points, 10 rebounds, 14 assists, and three steals, and they still lost. The script was written for Golden State to win the game, but more on that later. Stephen Curry, 31 points, 10 rebounds, 14 assists. Gary Payton Jr., despite throwing up in the middle of the fourth quarter, still had 15 points. Andrew Wiggins, 17 points, but he shot horrible from three. What did he shoot? Two or six from three. That's not too bad, but he was missing wide open shots, though. Dante DiVincenzo scored more points than Klay Thompson, man. Wow. If you would have told me that, I would have told you you was a motherfucking lie. 
But this was a fair, this is a fairly called game. Let's look at the Lakers' uh, totals here. Austin Reeves was the story here. He had 21 points. 21, 21, 21, 21. Anthony Davis had 23 points and 15 rebounds. LeBron James had 27 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists. Dennis Schroeder, I couldn't stand this motherfucker. Sneaky little French bastard. Had 10 points. Lonnie Walker the fourth. This was the hero of tonight's game right here. That was a big story. 15 points. I think he had 12 points in the fourth quarter. He was cooking Steph Curry. Yo, man, I think I ranked Darvin Ham way too low on the coaches list, bro. I think I did Darvin Ham dirty by ranking him where I ranked him. This man is showing me. I'm from the show me state. Show you seven, the show you wait. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the show me state. And Darvin Ham is showing me that he is a good coach. He made the adjustments. He knew Golden State's plays. But this has been dubbed the Lonnie Walker the fourth game. Like, this dude was the hero. Even LeBron James said himself, we wouldn't have won this game without Lonnie Walker the fourth. And who said that Lonnie Walker the fourth was going to have a great season with the L.A. Lakers? This nigga that you're talking to? All that nigga needed was an opportunity. And he cashed out. Lonnie Walker the fourth ain't doing this two straight games because he's not going to get no clock the next game. Not the clock he got during the crunch time. He had he played 27 minutes last night. He got some big minutes and a lot of trust from his teammates. You got to respect Darvin Ham. This was Darvin Ham's uh, game. Darvin Ham outcoached Steve Kerr last night. Man, I, I ranked Steph, Steve Kerr in the top five coaches, man. I look dumb as hell. I look stupid as fuck. Darvin Ham outcoached Steve Kerr last night. That was embarrassing. Like, some of the play calling towards the end of the game was wild. Like, this was really close. This was Golden State's game to lose. Legit. There's no excuses. The referees were fair. The free throw attempts were fair. Golden State lost this game. The Lakers didn't win this game. Golden State gave the Lakers the game. I got to speak to Klay Thompson for a second. Klay, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you shooting over two people? What you think, you Michael Jordan? What you think you are, my Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf? What you think you was, Steph? Why did you shoot a 50-foot jump shot past the ball? That's Clay's number one problem. He don't pass, bro. He don't pass. What the fuck was Clay Thompson thinking, bro? Hand? What was up with that shit? Why was Clay? Let me see. What did he shoot? What did he shoot last night from the field? 
Clay Thompson was 3 of 11. And then, I'll give you the true reason why Golden State lost this game. There are many key factors as to why Golden State lost. Key factor number one. Golden State went away from their original game plan. Chris Haynes... Chris Haynes said during the game that Golden State's plan was to lure Anthony Davis away from the paint and have cutters attack the basket. Because, yes, LeBron James is a good shot blocker, but he's not going to block every shot that goes to the rim. LeBron's not going to waste all of his energy. He's saving his energy for the fourth quarter. He's just not going to do that. They went away from their original plan in the fourth quarter. Like, why would you go away from your original plan? Like, you guys were not hitting none of your jump shots, and you guys got tired. When you tired, what do you do? You step in two feet, take mid-range jumpers. Clay Thompson, what happened to your mid-range jumper? Like, you went away from your original plan. When you lure AD out, send Wiggins or Peyton Jr. to the basket to attack the basket. Or Draymond, be on the top of the key with AD there, send a good pass to to, to Wardell. Like, that was one of the other reasons that they lost. Here's the second reason that... The, the uh, Warriors lost the game. <clears throat> For three straight plays, Draymond Green was being checked by Dennis Schroeder. And the Warriors did not pass Draymond Green the ball when he had Schroeder pinned. But however, Draymond Green got a rebound, had a free layup or dunk on Schroeder. If I was Draymond, I'd have dunked right on that little motherfucker. Draymond had a free dunk after that bad shot by Curry. He had a rebound, and he decided to go to the same play that they was using to get Clay open. LeBron, Darvin Ham, AD, everybody knew the ball was going to Clay in the corner for, for the tie. The Warriors had three opportunities to win the game last night and or to tie the game. But they had... A, they had an opportunity to tie the game with Drake to win the game, actually, because they were only down one when Draymond had Schroeder pinned in the paint. Draymond could make a layup or dunk over Schroeder. What was Schroeder going to do? Block it. All he could do was foul Draymond. And the Warriors did not go to him. And Draymond, when he got the rebound, he didn't go for the layup. Sometimes you got to go off script to win. Sometimes what the coach is doing is not working. And sometimes you may have to go off script to win the game. And you would think somebody with Draymond's IQ, who is highly regarded as a player with high IQ, with a great assisted turnover ratio, you would think that he would put up the layup. To win the game. 
that is why the Warriors lost last night. Pure stupidity, poor decision-making, bad passes, and poor coaching from a top-five coach. I understand, Steve Kerr. Players fuck up. I get it. Players fuck up. I understand. But that was those were some rookie mistakes that Steve Kerr was making as a rookie head coach. Outcoached you. Now the question I have for the Warriors is, what are you going to do about it? You're down three to one. You don't want to get closed out in the Bay Area. Are you? I don't think Golden State's going to lay down. I think they're going to win game five. But winning game six in L.A., that's a very high degree of difficulty. This series could be over. I mean, I'm going to still roll with the defending champs, but defending champs got to give me defending champs work because right now they're looking like a defending disappointment. I see you little bronze sexuals trolling me and shit, but you're not doing nothing to me. My teams are already eliminated, player. All my guys are eliminated, player. Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, Brandon Ingram, Big Titty Zion. They're all at home, chilling, just like me. So y'all not doing nothing to me. I just don't want LeBron to win five rings, dog. That's all I don't want. I don't want that to give y'all more ammo, bro. It's a psychological thing, my boy. But that's my show. I want to thank y'all for coming through and listening to Kingdom Uncensored and coming through and fucking with me. I appreciate that shit. I appreciate all my viewers, all my subscribers, all my day one niggas and all that. I just want to show y'all some love on this wonderful Tuesday. Hey, man. Last night didn't do anything to me. I'm okay, man. Thanks for asking, but I'm all right. (laughs) I'm gone, man.